Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. Do you have hope in your heart and life regardless of your marriage problems? 1 Peter 1 verse 3 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. How would you describe your emotions today? Walking in faith and trusting the Lord? Or do you feel hopeless because of your day-to-day drama that you're living through. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're going through. I lived it. And I know that when Bob had his phone calls that seemed to be innocent at the beginning, and then it ended up into a disagreement, I had to learn to guard my heart, guard my tongue, and zip my lips and not overreact and not say what would come off of the top of my head. Instead, pray for the Holy Spirit to just touch my mouth and say, speak what I want you to say, not what your flesh wants to say. So I know you have days that are difficult, but I want you to know that God is greater than any one of those phone calls, any one of your circumstances. So I do not want you to feel hopeless because of your drama and all your circumstances that you're facing. In Ecclesiastes 9, verse 4, it says, Anyone who is among the living has hope. Now, I'm going to repeat that again because that is so powerful. Ecclesiastes 9, verse 4, says, Anyone who is among the living has hope. So if you feel hopeless today, I want you to stay tuned into this podcast, and I want you to listen to it because you are going to be ready to say, I have hope through Jesus Christ. Are you tired of waiting for your spouse to stop living and acting like a selfish, irresponsible adult as if they do not have a spouse or children? I know you feel abandoned and rejected, but God but God is right there with you. Are you feeling hopeless to your spouse's lifestyle and what they're living and doing daily or what you can imagine they're doing? Psalm 42 verse 5 says, Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. May I remind you that the Lord reminds us over and over again to not look at our circumstances. Live one day at a time with the Lord and be a lighthouse radiating the Lord throughout your present day that the Lord has given you. We have no guarantee what tomorrow is going to bring. So live today to the fullest and don't allow your mind to go down the detour road of the enemy wanting to steal, kill, and destroy the joy of the Lord that you need to have. I want to share a scripture that I would love you to memorize, and it will remind you of this podcast. It's Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. God is the God of hope.
Pray for the Lord to fill you up with all his joy and peace as you trust in him. There's a result that you will overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember you're a child of God. The Holy Spirit is living in you. Are you radiating the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Who are you listening to? Are you listening to everyone that is telling you to give up on your husband or wife as they will never change? Your friend says, why would you ever want them back? Get on with your life. I had many, many, many comments of that. I had people that would come into the church service and find me and give me their two cents on what I should be doing. For Bob, against Bob, around Bob, get rid of Bob. The children should have been exposed to what Bob is exposing them to. I had many people's opinion. And I finally said, I would love you to pray for Bob and pray for my children, and God will do the rest. And that's what you need to say. You don't need to go down with the circumstances or tell them anything. We just want them to pray for a restoration. Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to fight the enemy of darkness and stand firm forever for the sanctity of your marriage? How are you feeling today? Do you feel hopeless regarding marriage restoration? Are you depressed, angry, jealous, abandoned, rejected? Are you battling loneliness? The opposite of hope is despair. Where are you? Do you feel that your marriage is hopeless due to all of your circumstances? Are you hopeful or are you in despair? Are you battling depression, discouragement, or do you feel defeated? God is our help in the most desperate times of our life. First, the Lord wants a personal relationship with you as you cry out in desperation for your marriage to be resurrected from the hopelessness it is now. The Lord wants you to know he's right there with you every single moment of your day, 24 hours a day. Do you have one close friend or a prayer partner that is your encourager despite your present circumstances? I did not have one at the beginning. The Lord brought me one after I started standing, and she started watching me and started listening to words that I was saying. And she came to me and she said, I'm a believer and I would love to be a prayer partner for you because I believe God can heal your marriage. And so I was blessed abundantly to have Vera become a very close friend and intercessor for me for the rest of my life. If you do not have a prayer partner, start praying for the Lord to bring one into your life and he will do it at his perfect timing. Just keep praying about it and what you would like to have that person be, and the Lord will bring one into your life. May I suggest you cry out the name Jesus. Help me. Just cry out the name Jesus. Help me. I don't know what to do. I did that through tears, sobbing, all the time. And that's okay. The Lord understands you don't even know what to say you're hurting, you're broken-hearted, and the Lord wants to heal that broken-heartedness. But first, cry out, Jesus. Psalm 40, verse 1 says, I waited patiently for the Lord, 
and he turned to me and heard my cry. Psalm 40, verse 1. That is one to just remember and know that he is going to turn to you, and he's right there with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. When I was standing and praying for Bob, I would cry out, Lord, speak loudly to me so I can hear you. Turn your volume up. I can't hear your voice. Write your answer on my wall. I do not know if I can hear your voice at all. Oh, yes, I cried that out so many times as a brand new person that had made a mess out of my marriage, divorced my husband, listening to others, and then the Lord spoke to me through a, a couple that spoke at our church, and I come home and I am crying out to the Lord, speak to me, I can't hear you, I've done everything wrong, and write the answer on the wall because I can't even hear your voice. I know where you are, I understand it. But I understand that in a minute, in an instant, after you're crying out and you're being sincere, he is going to give you hope and encouragement, and he will speak to you. He loves to speak to you as you read the Psalms. Just pick up the Bible and start reading in the Psalms, and all of a sudden you are going to see where he routes the enemies and he defeats you and he fills you up with hope, and you are going to be blessed I know you're tired and weary due to all your circumstances, but the Lord is going to encourage you and give you your strength. Jesus has been waiting for you to ask him for his help. Jesus is wanting to have a personal relationship with you. My question is, do you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life? The Holy Spirit is living inside you if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And if not, my question today is, will you surrender your heart and your life to the Lord Jesus Christ this very day? If you would like a prayer to pray, you could go to our resources, and there is one that you could follow. Do not forget that your husband or wife open their heart's door to sin, and that they right now are blinded and deceived to God's truth. They're blinded and deceived and deaf to your voice of any truth that you're trying to say. I remember calling up a very close friend of ours and asked him to go and speak to Bob and share from his heart because they were so close to each other as men of God. And he says, Charlene, he is not going to listen to me. He's not receptive. He's blinded and he's deaf. I'll wait till the Holy Spirit tells me to go. I'm not going on my own. I'm just going to wait for God's timing. That devastated me at that moment because I thought he was the answer, but he wasn't. He was a wise man, and he knew at that moment Bob would never have received him or even listened to him. He may have sat there pleasantly quiet, but he was not going to hear the message that I wanted or that Fred really wanted to share to him. He needed to wait for God's perfect timing. So understand that when you tell people to pray, 
unless the Holy Spirit tells them to go and speak to your husband or wife, then wait for God's timing. Today, ask the Lord to instead increase your hope, which will renew your strength. What a promise. In Isaiah 40, it's titled, Comfort for God's People. And I would love to have you read that whole chapter when you have time at devotion time tonight or this week sometime. It says in the very first beginning of the chapter, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. This is one of the scriptures in Isaiah 40. The Lord spoke to me when I was so broken and hurting. And this was such a chapter that ministered to my heart and life. So I really want you to read it and meditate on it in the future. Before I read my favorite section of the scripture in Isaiah 40, I'm going to read Isaiah 40, verse 31, and it says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. That's a promise for you and for me. I'm going to go back and start with verse 25 and continue reading on to the end. To whom will you compare me? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes and look to the heavens. Who created all these? He who brings out a starry host one by one and calls forth each of them by name. Imagine, imagine that the Lord created all the heavens and the earth. May we remember this as we're standing and praying for our family members and all the circumstances. Because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord? My cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Imagine that. Stand on that. Believe that. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary. That's you and he increases the power of the weak. That's you and your family. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord, remember, are you ready to hope in the Lord? But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Wow, this is a powerful scripture that you can get excited about and learn it and know it and know where to go and encourage other men and women that are weary and tired and think they just cannot do it. I just can't do it. The giving up people and say, no, let me give you a chapter to read and study, meditate on it, Isaiah 40. The Lord wants to help you right now. Every day, there's hope in Jesus Christ. Let me read from my Bible, the Full Life Study Bible, NIV. 
has study notes at the bottom, and I want to read the study notes to you. To hope in the Lord is to trust him fully with our lives. It involves looking to him as our source of help and grace in times of need. Let me share a few extra scriptures you can look up and study. Psalm 25, verse 3 and 5. Psalm 27, verse 14. Luke 2, verse 25. And Luke 2, verses 36 and 38. Those who hope in the Lord are promised God's strength to revive them in the midst of exhaustion and weakness of suffering and trials. The ability to rise above their difficulties like an eagle that soars in the sky. The ability to run spiritually without tiring and to walk steadily forward without fainting at God's delays. God promises that if his people will wait patiently, trusting him, he will provide whatever is needed to sustain them constantly. God knows everything about you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. He created you in your mother's womb. In fact, do you feel defeated? Your heart is broken in half and you feel the terrible pain in your chest? The Lord wants to be your healer. He wants to heal your broken heart, just as it says in Isaiah 61. Do you have a problem? Ask the Lord to give you some ideas of how to solve the situation. Romans 15.4 says, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, you and me, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Do you still live in hope expecting what the Lord has spoken to your heart before? Have you written it down in your journal? Have you gone back to your journals when you feel defeated or discouraged and reread all that the Lord has spoken to your heart? I still do that, and I just am amazed at what the Lord has spoken and said to me, what has happened, what has come to pass, and what is still yet to come. And I get excited, and it turns the heat up into excitement for me. And it will for you also. You will then get into that expecting and that believing and that trusting in the Lord because he's giving you those scriptures and he is not a liar. As I read chapters in the Gospels every day, it increases my faith and hope that knowing my Lord personally is all I need. I believe that with God, nothing is impossible. Do you? As Jesus walked on this earth for three years, remember all that he taught and did in showing his disciples, his individuals, him feeding the masses, that is faith and trusting the Lord. I believe as you read the Gospels over and over again, year after year, you will believe that nothing is too hard for the Lord to do in your own personal life and in your dead marriage, and in any circumstance that you may be facing. Employment problems, financial problems, the scriptures in the Gospels covers all the different areas of our life. The scriptures will give you so much hope and encouragement. You may be wondering, what is the meaning of hope? Let me read in from Nelson's 3-in-1 Bible Reference Companion, The Meaning. Reliance on God's blessing and provision. 
the expectation of future hope, expecting the future hope. And that is what I know the Lord wants you to believe and to trust him that you are going to have what he has promised you will come to pass in his perfect timing. Let me share a scripture of reasons why we go through this in Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 5. Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we've gained access by faith into this grace which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. We boast about it. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Now, that's not actually what we think we should be doing is glory, but that's what he wants us to do. He wants to say, like he told Paul, his grace was sufficient in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Not only so, but we should also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering, and let me read this to you, produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has poured into our hearts. Imagine God's love poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. The Holy Spirit is living in us. What a scripture. Read Romans 5 and understand that God is right there and all our sufferings is going to produce so much in us. And that's why so many of our family members and friends and Bob came back down to see me because he saw the difference in me. He saw the character that I, he couldn't push my buttons anymore. He could say everything, do everything, but it didn't make me respond into a crazy woman that started debating and yelling and screaming like Bob was. And I said, oh, I'm not going to act like that. That's not what Jesus would want me to do. And so I didn't go into a counterattack. And that is where the Lord is changing us inside and out. And that's why that, yes, we go through pain and suffering, but it's going to produce something that the Lord wants, that perseverance, that character, and that hope. Where are you? Have you surrendered your heart in life that, that you're not going to respond like your spouse or wife are screaming at you and you're going to be steadfast in the Lord with persevering and having character that is of the Lord, the mind of Christ, and have hope that never fades and not be put to shame? The Lord is our defender. He is our advocate. He is our deliverer. He is our healer. We need to know who we are in Christ in the names of God. Are you tired of the fighting, the pain, the rejection, the loneliness, and all that goes with marriage problems or divorce? Right now, ask your Lord to renew your strength, and may you put all your hope in the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that only he can turn all your marriage problems totally around to bring glory and honor to his mighty name.
Do you understand and believe that when you walk with your Lord, he is going to empower you as he did for so many other men and women of God throughout the Bible? You can walk in victory with the Lord on your side. Our Lord God wants you and I to depend on him and not our our own self-sufficiency. The Lord will give you his wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you need every day. All you need to do is to pray or talk to him about everything. Are you trying to run your life without the Lord, or have you surrendered your life and your marriage to your Lord to put the broken, torn pieces of the puzzle back together again? The Lord will give you his grace, his strength, and hope for you through every one of your trials. Your Lord God wants to restore your marriage by his strength and power, not by your plans, your manipulations, your begging and pleading to your husband or wife to come home. Your spouse needs to know that your marriage can only be rebuilt by the greatest builder, your Lord Jesus Christ. Our marriage And Bob is the example that adultery does not have to be the death nail to your marriage. God only needs one person who has not given up on their marriage, crying out to the Lord for his divine help and intervention in moving all the mountains of your marriage circumstances. Will you become passionate about marriage restoration? Will you become burdened about your beloved husband or wife and how the enemy Satan has blinded and deceived them? then believe God is able to heal and resurrect your dead marriage. Don't give up. Don't even, when that thought comes to your mind, tell the devil to leave you alone and speak one scripture that you memorized that God has given you and stand on that. That's what happened to me on that Sunday night at the altar. I knew after that Sunday night I would never give up on God I would never give up waiting for the Lord to bring Bob home from the far country of sin. Bob was the prodigal, and he wrote book after book, trying to convince you not to give up on your spouse or on God. Will you get on the narrow road, picking up your cross and following the Lord's plans and purpose in your life and marriage? Will you stand firm on what the Lord is speaking to your heart through his word and his signs? Trust God that he's working on your marriage on the other side of that mountain. Let me read the scripture that I started with, Romans 15, 13. This is my prayer for you. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray that you will have more hope and that you will fill with joy and peace as you walk each and every day with the grace and the mercy and the faith, hope, and trust that God can do anything in your life and in your marriage. Let me pray. Lord, I thank you for this teaching, and I pray that you will speak to this dear stander the faith and the hope and the trust that they want so desperately. I pray that you'll give them joy and peace in the midst of each and every day. Lord, I pray that you would increase their faith and that they will walk, regardless in the circumstances, walk in faith, 
trusting you totally, completely, and knowing that your timing is perfect. Lord, make this standard to radiate the Lord Jesus Christ each and every day, wherever they go, to whomever they see. May they radiate the Lord. Lord, I pray that you would help equip them to be the husband and wife they need to be and the mother and father they need to be. I pray that you will touch the mothers and fathers and that they would spend a great amount of time with the children that are living with the other person. I pray that these children feel an abundance of love from the one who is away from home, that they put the children first and not the other person. Lord, I pray that you would just touch the prodigal, bring them to their senses, open their eyes, turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan, and that they may turn receive that forgiveness of sins quickly and suddenly. And we'll just give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcast or Google Play, be sure to subscribe so that you're notified when a new episode is released. And if you enjoyed this podcast and you found it beneficial, will you submit a review so it will help our rankings and other people will be able to find it? If you want to reach out to us, you can do so from our website, again, www.rejoiceministries.org. Write us and tell us how you enjoyed this podcast. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages. Divorce strikes families around the world, often with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit rejoiceministries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.